Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Happy Friday. Welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Chronicles. Friday follow-up here on the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Katani. If you can't tell, it's been a bit of a long week, uh, but in a good way, right? Uh, obviously, had the webinar on Tuesday. Hopefully, you guys were able to catch that. That recording will be in the description as well. going to keep it in the description here for a little bit as we continue uh, forward. Got a lot of excitement, a lot of buzz, and uh, already starting to get some soft commits. I believe we're up to about three, three or four hundred thousand. I don't know. Last time I checked, I think it was three hundred thousand in soft commits, which is great. We're very excited about that, and uh, working with some other partners uh, potentially. Well, not I shouldn't say partners, as in uh, raising partners. I mean partners in terms of uh, other. Other groups, uh, more specifically, some uh, custodians for self-directed IRAs and 401ks. So really excited about that as well, to be able to uh, bring this opportunity to an even bigger audience, because I do believe that it is a very incredible opportunity. Uh, now, certainly, obviously, on the retirement side, you know, obviously, the tax advantages are you know do not apply but for those who are high income earners obviously uh, a very very awesome opportunity so we're very excited about that but that's not what we're going to talk about today we've been talking about that ad nauseum pretty much all week i've talked about it in all the all the podcasts this week so we are going to move forward and as you guys know uh i am keeping these uh relatively short now the the friday episode so Moving forward, uh, we're going to update here uh, on Wednesday. Like I said, I hadn't paid attention, honestly, admittedly, to uh, any of the – shouldn't say any, but I wasn't paying attention super heavily to uh, current events, current economic events. As you guys know, that's what I love to do. So got caught up on some of that stuff. Uh, really not a ton to update. As we've talked about before, obviously, inflation is – slowing uh good news is that last month it was at three percent that's the lowest it's been in two years i'm sure as you got as pretty much everyone we've all been feeling inflation right i believe through covid it got up to like since covid it's like 40 percent inflation which is just absolutely insane so you're starting to see prices come down food prices are coming down uh gas prices oil prices uh Somewhat coming down, not anything, you know, too, too crazy. Uh, price of oil, it has come down a few cents. But that's staying relatively even. Uh, that's one we're going to keep an eye on because that's a bit of a double-edged sword now, uh, being an investor in the industry, right? We want the price per barrel to go up, which ultimately will, you know, reflect itself at the gas pump. Uh, let's see other things that have gone down. Uh, rents are starting to level out in pretty much every market. 
obviously, as I've talked about before, the Midwest just kind of keeps that three to five, six percent increase every year. So they're right on track what they've always done in slowing economic times like this. They lead they lead the list in terms of, you know, which markets are seeing the highest rental increases. But then obviously, you know, over the last couple of years, they're not even on the top 20. Right. Because you've got places like Austin and Phoenix raising rising 20 percent. So certainly something to keep an eye on. Another big piece to keep an eye on as well is the Fed is starting to entertain some changes in banking regulations. The biggest one being that they're entertaining the idea of increasing the capital requirement for bigger banks, meaning more specifically uh, 2.2% or essentially $2. So for every $100 in risk that you have, they would increase your capital requirements by $2. Now, it doesn't sound like a lot, but you extrapolate that over billions and obviously it becomes a very large number. Starting to see pushback from banks for obvious reasons, right? That's going to dip into their ability to lend, which ultimately will affect economic growth. That's kind of their biggest pushback right now. But the Fed is making the case that, you know, it would take them basically less than two years of profits to fulfill those capital requirements. So certainly something to keep an eye on. You know, a lot of evidence with the banking failures that we had earlier in the year between the the three banks, four banks. The evidence is, is saying that it was more on the side of poor management than uh, regulations. And, you know, certainly when you dig into it, you kind of see that they saw it coming, right? You, as per usual with a lot of these things, you've got your, your uh, bank executives that were liquidating their stock holdings, you know, just a few months prior to these bank runs and ultimately these collapses, they went in front of Congress. None of them are giving any of it back, which, you know, I mean, are we surprised by any means? No, we're not surprised. My big question to you, would you give it back? Right. Would you give it back? How much, how much is ethics and how much is their right, you know? So that's the big question. What does giving it back do? You know, uh, ultimately, I guess that would, you know, if they were to return, you know, $50 million, that would essentially go to the fund that's paying back all of the customers that they had that, you know, basically, you know, the FDIC is only covering up to 250000 So, that will be something to keep an eye on as well to determine whether or not the FDIC increases its coverage. We saw before a, about a month or so ago, maybe two months ago, that they were entertaining the idea of increasing the coverage specifically for business accounts, more specifically payroll accounts, right? That was the biggest, you know, that's a huge risk when you've got a business account that's your payroll account. And you can't even access it and potentially not even pay your payroll, right? Or it's only covered over 250000 but you've got a million dollars in payroll. And a lot of times with these payroll accounts, the, the money goes into the account. Like, So how payroll would typically work is 
you would typically move it into the payroll account when like the day before payroll goes out, right? So you move the money over so that it doesn't stay in there very long so that you don't run the risk of a bank going insolvent and you can't access your million plus or, you know, even if it was 251,000 technically, but, you know, 500 million, whatever your, your payroll is, right? Not being able to access that means, you know, people not getting their paychecks, which is just starts an absolute domino, which ultimately led to the bank runs and so on and so forth. So certainly something to keep an eye on. You guys know I will absolutely be keeping an eye on that. I look forward to talking to you guys next week. Thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We have a massive heat wave uh, rolling through Salt Lake City this weekend. So it's supposed to be 105 on Sunday. Absolutely insane. I played volleyball. Uh, I play volleyball every at just at a park. I play pickup sand volleyball every Thursday and Friday morning. Yesterday morning, I luckily we ended about 945 because it was already over 80 degrees and I got a little bit of heat exhaustion had to um, take a bit of the morning and relax cold shower so it's happening and you know it happens every year now uh, obviously it's July this is about the hottest part the next four to six weeks are usually the most brutal so I will be enjoying the air conditioning and all cold bodies of water that I can. So certainly uh, something. So hopefully you guys stay cool this weekend. Have a great weekend. Thank you guys as always for listening. And of course, you guys, if you want to be a part of all of these awesome deals that are going to be rolling out, KatanicapitalGroup.com, KatanicapitalGroup.com, top right corner, uh, become an investor. See, maybe I don't actually know what officially it says. Yes, it does say become an investor. Top right corner. Can't miss it. KatanyCapitalGroup.com. I will talk to you guys on Wednesday. See ya. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to KatanyCapitalGroup.com to learn more.